good. Okay, and we are back. Random. Now we're balls deep into spring. Can we say that? How's, how's the weather up there? So it was good yesterday. I feel like yesterday I was able to go out with the jacket. I based the weather on when my boyfriend wants to put the top down like a thought. So, <laughs> so last week we, we had the top down and literally it looked like we had to beat the traffic home or else we would have got caught in a rainstorm and been put in the top on the, on the side of the road. But it's going up and down. I'd say between it'll go from like the 50s to the 70s and then back down and then like just it's weird how about i'll tell you um you know i mean it's it's warmer than where you are so i guess that's a bonus but i'm ready for a fat girl summer yeah (laughs) i want all the like summer foods the Mm. barbecues like all that jazz funny story that you say that right so this one's having a guy's night and he's talking about the place is called it's got to be taco truck it's something but i thought it was a taco like you know when they have the food truck events okay like all of the stuff there so he's talking about how it's a guy's night and he's like sorry like you can't come and i'm like i don't care i'll send you with a list and he's like what (laughs) talking about i'm thinking homeboys going to like taco con and he's going to like a food festival and he's like no that's just the name of it i was like oh so i'm definitely ready for that i want to find out if they have that near you me and v used to do restaurant week where you could go to like say the top restaurants and they'll have either prefix menus or it'll be half off so you do that for the really bougie ones that you don't often go to. Right. When they have restaurant week, everything will have like deals. But I know they do food truck ones. And I feel like the South would definitely have that where they have like food truck expos or you Ooh. can even look for barbecue bake offs. Like, I feel like you're in the heart. Literally do that. My life goal. I want to have the best chili. Like I want to, I want to go to the chili cook-off guys. Yes. I want to know whose family is known to have the best chili in town. I'm going to start Googling those things and see what I can get into. And I mean, that's when you'll really see to segue into today's topic. If it's segregating over there. Because, you know, we talk about that. There's a difference between there's Southern barbecue, but there's black Southern barbecue and there's white Southern barbecue. And let me tell you, it's hard to tell because a lot of them white Southerns are very black. Yes, they can on the inside. Well, you know what I think it is? I think a lot of the times is we we so badly want things to be separate that we separate it. But I've I've realized being in the South that it's not everyone everyone's here is just southern as fuck you know what i mean not one race is more southern than the next they just take turns being southern af and i'm here for all the barbecue and it works and it works facts i've been actually taking a diversity seminar at work which is really interesting so at first it was kind of um interesting for me because I was the only Latina there that day um and everyone that I was with was either black or mixed okay um so I was kind of hearing them talk about their experience um their current experiences with being black 
and what that means and how that affects them. And I realized that the most important thing I can say is that I'm never going to understand what it's like to be a black person. Right. Right. Because at the end of the day, I'm, I, you know, we have similar experiences, but it's not the same. Right. And I found it interesting, like sitting there trying to think, you know, because I had nothing to input in, 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 um, feeling African-American. Um, my input was I did my 23 and me and I am 60% European. That's uh, Spaniard and Portuguese. Then I am about 20% native, which would be the Taino of Puerto Rico and of Cuba. Cause I'm not entirely sure what side the native yeah, came from. 23 and me, not ancestry. Right. I want to do ancestry. So I want to have it. To and see, and I want to do the one you did. Cause I remember you said that you, ooh, five, 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 that you had the updates where it'll keep updating right. as people join for a certain amount of time. I thought that was a really cool feature. Right. And they do still have that. And then the other 20% is that I'm African. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I found it interesting because one being Latina and specifically from the Caribbean, I realized that I exist solely because the Island was conquered, so to speak. Mm. Um, you know, because the, the conquistadors came and raped and pillaged the native and stole the African person and brought them along. Like that is why I exist right? because all those things happened. And I found it interesting because everybody was talking, um, about their like specific African experience. If you have, um, certain like times that you're, maybe not seen as black because you're half white. I was going to say, and I had an argument with a good friend of ours that we both of us have hung out with. And, you know, I forgot what the the topic was on Facebook, but I was saying, my point is I'm not one of those that say all lives matter because I understand the disrespect that comes out of that. My point that I was trying to prove that day was, that we, when we have children, we don't have to keep reminding them of the hate. I'm not saying erase history at all. I'm saying explain how far history has come. Talk about more how slavery has ended. Talk about more how, you know, how uh, people of color are doing all these amazing things now. And she was so full of hate and anger because she's dealt with a lot of racist stuff growing Mm -hmm. up that her thing is like she wants to raise her kids to be like little Black Panthers aggressively. And right. even the Black Panthers weren't made to be aggressive. They were made to help people and to right. help fund the community. So my point that I was trying to get across on Facebook was, yes, it happened. But we don't have to tell that to our children and make them be raised with this hatred. We can explain it differently. And she came out and was like, well, you don't understand because you're only half black. And like, as a light skinned girl, you would never understand. And I was like, oh, she told me. And I wasn't even (laughs) mad at first. I wasn't wasn't mad at first, but it was the first time that anybody's ever put it like that. So I had to want to respect what she was saying. But the next day she did hit me up to say she understood what I was saying. Right. You know what I I mean? mean I think it's complicated because, yeah, you're, you know, you are uh, half the the Caucasian persuasion. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but you all, you are also half, you know, black and, and you can see both sides. Now, you know, I know that you are considered light skin, but like neither one of us could pass. Right. You know, like neither one of us is ever going to be like walked up to and they're like, well, you're white. Right. You right. know, and, and you, and you technically actually are. Right, and and it's funny because even myself, I I went through a phase where I'm like, I'm not half white, I'm half European. Like, if that makes a difference, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, and and it's like it's 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 a reverse racism kind of on yourself. And I remember having a teacher say that because you know, as kids, you explain people, you you use that as a characteristic. Oh, she's acting white. Oh, she's right. So I remember one time I said something like that, and my teacher checked me and was like, "You're half white." Right. I was like, damn. <laughs> so I actually, yeah. I actually got that a lot because in, in, when people speak with me, they think my voice went to Harvard. You know what I mean? Like when people hear me, they think that I, you know, I speak really like proper and. Right. And correct. that's offensive because that's saying a Spanish or black person can't talk educated. Right. Right. And that's exactly it. And listen, I am not the most educated person in this world. I have a GED. So, you know, let's, let's be real here and not say like, just because, oh, well, she she must've been educated or she must've grown up well. Like, no, I grew up in a hood too. I lived in a project building for the first whole half of my life. So, you know, I, I know what it's like to be looked at a certain way. One time, can I tell you one time I had to go get welfare and what was that for? worst experience of my life let me tell you something the people that work at welfare the most miserable people on this yeah angry rude entitled for nothing because half of them got that job for being on welfare gives you the job to work i'm sorry like i was like you know you're no better (laughs) no better than the people coming in here and i went in and now my name is very hispanic okay Mm -hmm. i have a story about that go ahead so's my face and body like let's be honest like one time I went to a party and they mistook me for the nanny but that's a different story so I go to welfare and the lady that they assigned me to automatically starts speaking to me in Spanish which is fine I speak Spanish but homegirl was born here and although technically Spanish is what I learned first I am most comfortable with English so I was like mm-hmm, excuse me but not but me so do you speak English? And she goes, oh, you speak English? And I was like, hmm. She assumed you couldn't. She literally just assumed I couldn't. And which, you know, I mean, then I struggle as why would that bother me? Right. Right. Like, why does it bother me that then she deems me as too Hispanic? Like, that's how deep racism is seated and it says in us you can look at somebody and be like she don't she doesn't look like she speaks english and that's racist right you're absolutely right and i think that that you don't realize how deep it is within you and how things you do on a regular day right are like kind (laughs) of rooted in that and it's complicated like look I have friends of every shade and color and I love all of my friends for everything they bring to the table okay like my one joke with my one girlfriend is that like white people house has this really specific smell 
Like, I don't know why, but every white home I have been to smells like this just certain way. And I don't know if it's like something like, like all Hispanic households smell like fabuloso. Like, I don't understand if they all clean with the same thing. But I said to her, I was like, well, it's, it smells nice in here. It smells like, like white people house. And she goes, how does white people house smell? And then I had to make up something funny. I was like, it smells like privilege, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but but it's just funny because it's things like that that go into my mind like the fact that we're trained to that to to put everybody in a cubicle of right like white people have a smell for christ like we went to houston right both times we went to houston v had a problem with her name on a guest list and it's not even that she has like three spanish last names it was her last name and her married last name but her being her wanted to keep her shit. So it's hyphenated. Right. So literally they couldn't find her name on the guest list. So going over it and going over it when they finally found her, the lady was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's cause you have like 10 last names. And I was so offended. Like I'm still offended. I still talk about this story. And it was like so quick how she said it that I was like, what is she saying? <laughs> microaggressions and a lot of people always assume i'm spanish my my boyfriend's best friend just found out this weekend that i'm half black because he met my mom and he's so hype like but people i've known my whole life they forget even if i've i've told them maybe once in in my life they'll forget and just assume and talk to me spanish and then i get people that say i should learn spanish because everybody knows spanish um What's, I mean, another, okay, I guess. what's another strange I don't know if the right word would be minority is me and you have the similar story growing up that we were the only ones in our friend group that had both parents right both parents married both parents married still living together still together that was very rare growing up and it's almost yeah. like it was like what yeah people would and again microaggressions it would be like oh well you wouldn't get it because your dad still lives at home and And it's my fault because my dad's home like what (laughs) I literally had a girl that was angry at me because of that and it it was the same issue and it was like well at least you have a dad or because your dad cares and I was like you don't know how much they fight when in this house but I guess them being there makes a difference I guess so well now you realize because we're we're adults now right that really she wasn't upset with you that you had a dad she was upset that she didn't right you know like and how sad that is now like I think about listen I will be the very first person to admit that I was a terrible human being in middle school like literally let me tell you something my whole life I've been about the same weight I've been now okay like I have fluctuated in height but my roundness has stayed pretty (laughs) consistent curves been curving right and so you know for a long time kids were mean because that's just what kids do right right this was before we don't bully this was back when you either punched them in the face or you ignored them like those were your options so I had to learn that one once like five people tell you you're fat like you kind of get it you're fat so it's it doesn't have the same sting anymore like what are you gonna tell me I'm fat yeah got it thanks and um so that kind of took that edge off but then I learned to kind of defend myself and self-preserve and kind of be the bitch first not 
that I no, maybe I did look for people to believe. I'm not sure. I had one girl that <laughs> I I really like. I guess everybody made, Yeah. Oh man. There was just something about her that got on my nerves. And you know what? I I mean, looking back, realistically, it was just a whole easy target thing. Mm. And, you know, I mean, it's middle school. Everybody has something to pick on. In middle school, like, everyone's ugly and shit. I didn't realize I was a jerk in middle school. Like, I thought I was this sweet kid and da-da-da-da. And I remember having a friend that was like, you think you're funny? And a lot of times the things you say are hurtful. I'll never forget that. And I, like... To this day, I mean, I guess that happens a lot where I say things that I think is funny. Everybody might laugh, but it was some fucked up shit that I just... Like at the expense of someone else. Right, without realizing how it may have come across and just being a jerk. I was a little jerk sometimes. Oh my God, no, you want to hear the worst thing? Okay, I'm not proud of this. I would like to preface this story with, I am not proud. Do (laughs) not try this at home. We are healing and reflecting. (laughs) I was 13 years old, like 13 year old me had significant anger issues. So I, I, it was some girl and she ratted on me and my friends that we cut school. Nobody had to rat at us, by the way, because we literally were, were like the core group. Yeah, that we're always together ratted on us was the one who was mad i had a dad oh <laughs> she was yeah she was totally mad she wasn't invited but so again nobody had to actually rat on us because we were always together so the fact that we weren't in school all at the same time was like Obvious. enough yeah enough to get us caught but you you know she had to say something meanwhile my friend was 13 years old with a 19 year old boyfriend but like that legit happened and now I realized how that fucked up crazy. that was right right and right. we all get in his car like we don't have no sense because we're little kids and we don't and literally we went to like his house and watched Maury and ordered pizza and we thought oh. that we had the coolest date <laughs> it was like pointless we literally was talking about that recently like we used to cut and have nowhere to go like just wander <laughs> just wander. let's not be in school but go wander so we went and when we came back, we heard that the girl kind of ratted us out. So now I'm mad. And I knew that my other friend didn't like her. Something about her, man. Like we're 13. Whose man was going with who doing what? Like right. so stupid. But I I kind of set her up and was like, I mean, I heard that this and this happened. And that was all the girl needed to go and literally beat this girl up and essentially I got her jumped without having to do anything right like without actually jumping her myself you got she and I was sitting she there got and I was like Jesus else. Christ like going back and thinking, I'm like who was I and why was I a psycho wow. you know and it's like crazy why you know what because hurt people hurt people Right. And it's choices. The good thing is that you acknowledge it. You get it. My problem now is adults that choose to do fucked up shit. Like, and right. they, they know, you know, as a kid, we were all going through shit. We were the bullies were getting bullied somewhere else. Anybody who was a bully had a bully. You know what right. I mean? And it was like a, a vicious chain. Now it's like. I wish a bitch would at this age. <laughs> euphoria has me triggered i've been watching euphoria and i'm like going back into high school trauma 
I feel like I'm too old for Euphoria. Like, the, no, mm-hmm. the, like watching it, it's certain parts is like, okay, you want to reflect, but other parts is like, no, I, I remember girls like that hated. Whole tears, not feeling sorry for that girl. This guy, crazy. It's good for if you want to, like a lot of parents are complaining that it's like way too deep and way too sexual, but that's high school. And this is literally. And I think that parents should be looking at it to better find ways to explain and talk to their children, as opposed to trying to cancel all of these people for making this show. You know, my, my absolute favorite thing is, is when older people are like, well, back in my day, you know, girls weren't going around having sex with everyone. Like, um, I watch, I watch this show where these girl, where these girls, ladies now, like older ladies, um, put their children up for adoption and they were forced to because their families didn't want everybody to know oh, that yeah. they got knocked they up on the they side. Were embarrassed. They were embarrassed right. to send her away for the summer or something to go have this baby. Yeah, they so were- it's like, not that people weren't having sex because she could knock herself up. Better. They, they hit just it. hit it. And so it always like makes me laugh or like, you know, going, going back to like race issues. Um, one time my friend's grandma or aunt was like, you know what? I wish things were like they were in the 50s. Like the 50s were a wonderful time. The 50s were the best time. And I was like, they were still lynching people in the 50s. Yeah, I was just going to say, anytime I make a reference to the 50s or 60s, because that's like my favorite era. I want to dress like that. I love the music from then. So anytime I bring that up, people are always like, why? You wouldn't have been accepted. You, of all kids, would have been hidden. You're black. Facts. <laughs> Facts. You would not exist or you would be banned from everywhere. Like, you love it then. When I was little, I used to watch the same movies, like, because I'm into the same era. Like, mm. world, first of all, World War II, love that era. And it's like, girl, people were dying left and right. It was World War II. Ooh, like, right. They literally named the era the war. Like, you know, and we're yeah. sitting there like, oh, how romantic or like, what have you. But I think about like, um West Side Story you know like when I was growing up that was the only movie that featured Puerto Ricans and we're talking like featured the word Puerto Ricans and the glorious amazing God bless her que le me la cuide me la acompañe <laughs> uh, I can't um oh my god I just her her name brain farted from me because I was the, like and the rest of the actors who were playing Spanish people Rita Moreno Rita Moreno was the only Puerto Rican lady and everybody else was literally in brown face yep. and like I'm gonna call it bronze face because it was really it was like really bad browning and, and it's crazy that we assume this was so long ago like, like and it's not that was like it's really not right and there. I would think like oh I wish I could star in like a period piece movie so and we, then I realized girl you brown as hell the only thing they would have you do is be the maid be Chiquita Banana with freaking fruit in my cap right. and like little ruffles on my thing like I could be I, like, love, I love medieval times I would have had no place there it's not like Game of Thrones where right. everybody just coexists. It's not Black Game of Thrones. <laughs> I cannot. But I mean, it's just, it's, it is incredibly complicated to like think of 
sometimes where we stand because everything is so put in a box and compartmentalized. And, and I find it interesting that, you know, I mean, that I work for a place that even has these discussions because, you know, so many places they do not want you discussing. And I know you can't discuss specifics, but were any of the stories like, damn. Um, I mean, I think in general, like we have one guy who he's a older black man and of course he's got stories, Right. you know, I mean, he's been through it all and seen it all. And listen, I can even say like, I will never understand the black experience, but more so than that, I will never understand what it's like to be a black man in this country because every difficult thing I can imagine I would have to multiply that by a thousand and that's what their reality is every day before it was judgment and now as we got older you would think it would go not go away but at least get better or evolve and now it's worse because now with the whole police stuff and brutality and it's like the police that are coming up are assuming the worst and doing the worst well, I, I think, and, you know, I remember I'm a Gemini, so I see everything two-sided, right. but devil's advocate, mm, right. ding, ding. Um, I think that it's, it's two-sided because people are seeing the police as dangerous, mm. and in turn, the police are seeing the people as dangerous. They and, feared, so they're fearful now. Right. So now all that's happening is you're having a group of people that are scared out of another group of people and nobody wants to be the first one to die. And scared people shouldn't have a gun, Lord. Facts, bro. (laughs) Not me. Again, I feel threatened 37 times a day. I cannot have a weapon. I can't. I can't. I'm so much more paranoid now that I'm older. I used to walk everywhere. Growing up in Jersey, I would go to Newark. Like, this is crazy to think that I would walk around Newark at late night hours. Walking go branch for park at two in the morning. Ask me if I've done it. Outside chilling, going from all around Jersey City late at night. Now I'm like, what? I'm not even walking to the store. Well, you know what? I think that the older we get, the more we realize. I mean, we've lost a lot of people along the way from all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. You know, we've seen people shot and killed, killed by their boyfriends, killed by family members. Like, you know, we've seen it all. So we know. Yeah. Motherfuckers die. (laughs) People die. Anything can happen. Shit is real in the communities and it just needs to get better. It's like, we're too old. Like, how long is this going to drag on? Well, if we're lucky, another, like, 50 years. (laughs) I mean, we can only hope we're lucky. Like, when they had that big thing with the Asians, I had no idea people were hating Asians. I was like, oh, my God. They sure were. They're just beating them up for no reason. Just walking down the street, and it's like, smack them. And what? I was like, who? No way. It's, it's, you know, everybody, it's like middle school. Everybody needs someone to pick on, someone to make them feel bigger and better and more important. And that's sad. Yeah. That's sad that that's how we need to feel better or more important. By lowering someone else instead of like bettering ourselves. We have to, you know, lower someone else. I don't know. It makes me sad, but we're not... We're not where we're going, but we ain't where we've been. Stories from minorities. (laughs) (laughs) 
two girls from all sides of the country. Book of brown poetry. <laughs> brown girl poetry. <laughs> we laugh, but bitch, there's money to be made there. Yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna do a brown girl poetry book with me, hit me up. <laughs> I, wanna, I definitely want to do my 23 and me as a birthday present. My cousin, she's real into our family tree the same way my grandfather was. So I guess things had popped up for me mm. and my father's side of the family. So she sent me a screenshot. And, you know, I'm always hyping my Italian side. And I'm always like, I know when I do my ancestry, it's going to tell me way more than Italian. Because I got like Italian, German, Irish, all of that in there. Right. And right. So I'm always like, oh, my God, I'm, I, I hope I'm as Italian as I am in my heart. I want to be all this Italian. My grandfather's name is Giuseppe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that right there. That's all I needed. I found my dad's mom's side, like her, her parents. Right. So her, the, the father's name was like Giuseppe. And then the, the mother was ori- originally a, a Falco or something like that, but it's really Italian on top of Correccia. So I was excited about that, but I'm, I want to see what else is out there because I know that the African roots is really African. Right. I found out that all the spiritual African stuff that I'm into, my aunt, when she had did hers, it traced back to like Yoruba tribes and all of that. I was like, my intuition knows. Same. And I feel the same way. I am really into, I mean, I'm half Cuban. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Cubans, they, colorism exists. And I don't want to draw the line on that at all. It definitely exists. Light-skinned Cubans are so bougie. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Why? Why are we like this? But um, they also, when they want to, they really hold dear to their African roots, the drums, the rhythms, the culture. Um, and, you know, some people definitely don't believe in in anything that's not Christianity because they're so frightened I, by I it. Remember, before we get before they started slapping Bibles in our hands, we had our own thing going. Yeah. Yeah. And everything and everything to me is very similar. You have a creator yeah. like you have someone in charge and you have like rules. That, regulations. You know, yeah, that's it. Freaking moral. So, yeah. But I will say that even with my 23andMe, everything is West African, which is, you know, obviously where the majority of the slaves were taken from. And it makes sense that they would end up in the Caribbean because Mm -hmm. so many did. Um, But I find it that it's really important for me to maintain a connection to that culture because although I'm not Black, I am. Right, right, right. And you have although I'm not, you know, native, I am. Right. And although I'm not European, I am. So I think that it's important to kind of respect all the pieces that make you because none of us are one thing. Right. And that is the moral to the story. You can think that everyone is different, but if you do your 23 and me, <laughs> you will find see. out that you are a little bit of everything. <laughs> 23 of me, I hope they sponsor us. Sasson con flavor on 23 of me. I can't. Oh my goodness. Well, this was great. This was. I'm glad that we had to got to have this discussion. And if you want to, you know, send us some info, mm-hmm. hit them with the email. Dutch. You want to shout out your culture? You can hit us up at 
royalhighnessshow at gmail.com. That's royalhighnessshow at gmail.com. You can follow us. I'm at, at the Duchess of Jersey. And I am at Raina.RoyalHighness on mm-hmm. Instagram. I'm gonna start putting and, it in the in the description box too as well. I mean, I have, yeah, I have like my in my link in bio. Oh, look at me, so fun. Yeah, we're we're adulting with we're- my three posts of my face. Oh, by the way, I would like to um just point out there from the get, if you're wondering if my Instagram photos are heavily edited, the answer is yes. I am team Instagram filters. It makes me feel way better about the face that God gave me. And so help me God. Every time you see that little highlight on my nose, part of me is part of it is me that did it because I (laughs) highlight my nose and part of it is the Instagram right uh filter so yeah you know what just know that i'm pretty in person yeah but i'm prettier with the filter (laughs) we're no catfish but you know we like but i definitely use that catfish filter (laughs) i can't we love you guys thank you guys for tuning in yet again to listen to our royal highness bye